Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to is explicit. We are here to talk about our lives, the great times, the messy times, but let's be honest, we learn from those messy times. Content may be triggering as we explore together our lives, spirituality, trauma, recovery, and growth. Welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason. And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit. And today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you a quick rundown on what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Ed and I will have a deep dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. crazy week really yeah we uh we went kayaking again Ooh. and you know the river trip that i talked about way back when yep how everybody was like dying by the end of it well <laughs> with this one we went with the current Ooh, instead of against the current yes and instead of going <laughs> seven miles we only went i think four and a half so you paced yourselves, so, and you went the, and we right, went the way. right way, <laughs> right, right. you know? And it was funny, because it was windy, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. So the wind was coming at us, even yeah. though we were going the right way. Yeah. So there was a little bit of a resistance, and you know how when you hold your paddle up, if it's, you know, if the flat part's facing the wind, it'll actually, it's like a sail. Almost, yeah, it, yeah, right? absolutely. So they kept doing that. We're going the wrong way. We're going the wrong way. And I'm like, turn your paddles. <laughs> and they turned their paddles and they were going the right way. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, it took it took probably the first half a mile to convince them that we were going the right way. But it was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, you know. You only do that once. Yeah, right? And then you never want to do it again. So. Well, that's the yeah. thing. That's the thing. And, you know, I now have in my mind this enormous, enormous trip that I want to do. Right. You know, because there's this really nice bay and, you know, we can go down the river into this bay. Mm-hmm. And if we spend enough time there, we can ride the river back because it'll flow the opposite direction. Right. You know, but that's a 16-hour day. Right. So I don't know if I'm going to convince anybody to do that anytime soon. I'll do it with you. I, I really? would Yeah, actually my father and I years ago. Yeah. Um and and it's it it's probably the, the same the same track. Um my father and I were going to do that over the course of a couple of days we were going to do that uh, and camp along the way yeah um i'd love to i mean absolutely i think that'd be a lot of fun i i just think it would be cool to go into this area i mean and the fact that you can kind of ride the river both ways yep is that's just fascinating yeah now i've never kayaked in moving water before i've 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 kayaked my uncle um they have a uh like a lake house yeah and uh i mean there are canoes and there are kayaks and yeah. there's paddle boats and All you know it's, it's yeah, and, with, yeah yeah and he's an outdoorsman he's not like a sportsman sportsman like i mean he doesn't fish or whatever but he bird watches and he yeah. you know he does all this wonderful stuff and and so i mean we've kayaked i've kayaked all across the lake and so on and so yeah. forth but um the worst i've had to deal with is not the current but uh kayaking against the wind 
Yeah. You know, that's yeah. the worst I've had to deal with. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think as long as you're going the right way, right. <laughs> I think it's easier. You know, I think the, the biggest thing that I have been nervous about, yeah. um, would be like the bridges because sometimes oh. when you come up to the bridges, there's eddies. Yep. Yep. You know, and if you get stuck in that, you can actually tip over when because you'll hit the pylon instead of going around it. Right. Um, but, you know, whenever we've done it, we've just kind of kept ourselves right in the middle mm-hmm. and it's fine. But yeah. Metaphor I would, for I life would... always go the right way. Always yeah. right. <laughs> well, that's the thing. And, you know, I mean, there are times within that period where you could potentially, you know, you could potentially really get to a place where you're in almost lake conditions. Right. You know, because the water will be so still for, they call it a slack tide. Yep. And, you know, that's just like paddling on a lake. You don't have help going either way. Right. You know, but when you do have the help, as long as you don't have the gusting winds coming against you, I mean, you can go pretty quick. Yeah. You know, you can really, really truck and not even really intentionally do it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I prefer the kayak over the uh, the canoe, definitely. Yeah. As far as the river goes. Yeah. Um, and there really aren't any rapids on the river. You know, there are maybe like super duper tiny ones kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but not on the part that I go on, so. I, I have watched like what extreme kayakers before you know yeah you yeah. know and 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 that i'm just i you know i've been whitewater rafting it was a lot of fun i would do it again you yeah. know but there was a big bouncy boat right made you know that was yeah. great but you like you didn't have to wear a safety helmet probably right uh no i can't remember if we did or not it was a long time ago but yeah, yeah. i mean whether i did or not i mean like there's a difference between a big bouncy boat and this little itty bitty kayak going through these well and that's the thing when they do that they use really tiny kayaks yeah because those kayaks there there are a couple of people that will get them and try to use them on a lake yep and they are the hardest thing in the world to paddle oh yeah because they list constantly so you're always trying to recreate your forward motion because mm-hmm. they're not meant for that they're not meant for you to power them forward right because they're meant to be in water that does that for you right right you you're know? just supposed to steer at right. that point well you and know? that's what they're meant for is they're meant to be able to use your body yep. to steer the boat and you're using your paddle to correct where you're not steering (laughs) right yeah so yeah no whitewater whitewater rapid kayaking is definitely nothing that i'd be up for (laughs) but i love rafting right i love rafting and you're right because you got that big bouncy thing right it's great you can fall into the boat (laughs) yes not out of the boat right you know that kind of a thing right but yeah in a kayak it would i'd be afraid that i'd get turned over and I wouldn't be able to turn myself back. Yeah. Which, I mean, in in reality, probably wouldn't be as scary as you think of it being. Because, you know, you can just eject from the kayak. I know? guess that's true, too. Yeah. And that's the thing is people think you're, like, stuck in it. And the only ones that you really get stuck in are, like, the ocean kayaks. Yeah. Because you stick yourself in them, you know what I mean. You—they're very long, they're very narrow, they're very easy to tip. 
but at the same time in the ocean they give you a much better glide yeah you know and they cut through the wave versus necessarily you know having to go up and down and up right. and down um but you strap yourself into those and then there's like a uh a bib that goes all around you yeah you know because you don't want the ocean water to get in because it's so cold right Huh. But yeah, yeah, ocean kayaking would be, that's what I would be the most nervous about, would be ocean kayaking. Yeah, I'm not sure that that, no. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's what we did. <clears throat> so, uh... So what have you been up to? Whew, now I have a, a head rush. Oh dear. From that coughing fit. Um, so you just made those comments, which is which is funny. So I, I pulled my back muscle. <clears throat> this week um i or side muscle actually i was i was stretching yeah and i coughed uh and and it hurt <laughs> pulled the muscle yeah pulled the muscle and uh so it was fine it was getting a little better and then um you know it was just it was it was okay i was making sure to gently stretch it and, and do the things that you're supposed to for a pulled muscle yeah and uh and then i was helping one of my participants get dressed and i was at a very awkward position yeah um because they're they're bedridden yeah um and i sneezed yeah and using the, those core muscles and oh, you sneeze at god the, same the time. pain oh, no. the pain and and there's a you know be, because they are who they are they, there's a um like a monitor yeah and I hadn't turned down the monitor, the like the the speaker outside, yeah, so everybody can hear you scream. The, oh, a scream and swear! <laughs> luckily, awesome. luckily, luckily, they 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 are deaf, so that's fine. Although that you could you could hear them, ta- you know, asking over and over again, well, "What's going on? What, what's going on? Are you are you okay?" You know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, oh yeah, it was it was kind of funny. I mean, it was kind of yeah, it was yeah. And How endearing that they were worried about you. They are, and they're you know they're 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 a very sweet participant most of the time. So that's <clears throat> that's wonderful. Um, and then a couple of days after that, I had a coughing fit in bed and heard something pop, felt something pop, and so uh, yeah. ended up in the emergency room. <laughs> um, they never saw me. Um, the emergency room was booked. I was there for like four hours, but the pain had gone from like a ten to like a five or six and i'm like okay i'll be much more comfortable in my bed at this point in time so yeah you know and so then after a night's good night's sleep you know i'm I'm feeling much better but if i cough or if i laugh too hard so that happened um oh yeah uh but overall it's been it's been a really great week um i put in my garden and by garden i mean i have containers yeah, it's so, a garden. It's a yeah, garden, a container garden. It's a container garden. So I, I have a in front of my house is is it's full sun. It's beautiful, and I really lucked out. I uh, I stopped at this little like roadside thing for seedlings with my niece, and um, they had these practically grown plants. These very mature wow. plants for like less than what I was buying the other plants for, and it wow. apparently it, yeah. And it apparently was they had a, they had been doing them for a, like a fundraiser type thing. Yeah. And the fundraiser never happened. Oh, <clears> yeah. <throat> so they had a lot of plants. So they had a lot of plants. And, and these were early, 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 had done early. So I have a couple of summer squash that are, uh, well, that right now I got them a week ago. 
Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe two weeks ago tops, and there's already like three three flowers out there. I I'm, wow. I will have summer squash by the Yum. end of next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the cucumbers are like I have three sets of cucumbers, and those are already like I already have little little uh, flowers Aww. and stuff. Yeah. Um, I've had already had one harvest of lettuce. <laughs> And the Swiss chart lettuce is doing... grows really quick. They do. It does. I forget that. And the only reason why I got the lettuce is because my niece wanted it. Yeah. I'm not a big lettuce fan. No? No, no. I'm not... Well, I'm not a big salad fan either. Yeah, we do a lot of salads. <clears throat> yeah, I... You know, I... My grandmother used to do it, and we used to go and pick it in the garden. Mm-hmm. At the, the the house garden. And uh, she would put it um, a little bit of sugar and uh, apple cider vinegar together. Yeah. And she just like soak it and we'd eat it that way. Um, and so, I mean, I'll probably do that because I really do enjoy it that way. Um, but in my mind, I just, it's lettuce. It's whatever. I'm, I'm, I'll put it on a sandwich maybe. But but the Swiss chard, I got a bunch of Swiss chard, which I'm excited about. And yeah. that, that'll be ready to pick in another week or so. Yeah. So. Nice. Um, yeah. So. So it was. It's been a. It's been a really good week as far as that goes. And the kittens, like we we put the. Oh yeah, <clears throat> the kittens. They're getting so big. Shit stain. Shit stain. No, um, um, no. Uh, but they're they're getting so big, and the the white one is definitely a male, but the um, the other one is turns out is a female. Oh. Okay. So um, I did post pictures. Um, I. I, I'm pretty sure I'm settling on a name for the white one. Yeah. Um, Bartok the Magnificent. Okay. Um, I know, right? Do, do you do you remember Anastasia? Yeah. The movie, the the animated movie. He yeah. like when he was a, a kitten, kitten. I was looking through pictures, and he looked like Bartok, like his like you know. Okay. So right. I'm like, okay, All we're right. gonna call him Bartok, and that just kind of has stuck. Bartok. Um, yeah, but the, the the little girl, I have no idea what to call her yet. Um, her working she name. She looks sassy. She does. Uh, she is. Yeah. So the last time that I was over there, um, I picked up Bartok, and he. You know, he cuddled right in and, you know, like he, he, he just snuggled up, which was really cute. He, he flipped himself over and, you know, wanted his, his tummy yeah. revved. And he just looked at me the entire time. And it was so cute. It was so yeah. adorable. I almost cried. I mean, like, you know how animals do yeah. that. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so I picked up the little girl and she was all about the play. Like she yeah. wanted nothing to do with, with you know, anything. And she's the one that originally warmed up to you really yeah quick. absolutely yeah. so you know she she played around me for a little bit and then she played and went over and so forth and just before i left she did come over and she cuddled into my lap for a little bit so that yeah. was cool um and it turns out like they are best friends yeah like those two those two specifically just they, they hang out predominantly together to the exclusion of all others so Aww. i know right That's so sweet so cute so uh, if you guys want to see them on our Facebook page, yeah. there are some really cute pictures and, and a little, I think, I think I uploaded a video of, of them tussling too, Yeah, which is and really thank cool. thank God, because they're through the shelter, they come fixed. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. You don't have to worry about any boys and girls <clears throat> hanging out in the same house. No, no. That's a funny story, actually. The first time I had cats. Yeah. My my roommate had brought them home, and uh, it was a little calico and a tabby. Yeah. And uh, so the calico chose me. I didn't. I didn't. You know, like I picked her up, and she just like chose me. And then she batted everybody else away. She, I was her person. It was great. And uh, the tabby was, you know, a, a, a male. And 
uh, I said something about getting them fixed. I said, we're going to have to get them fixed soon. And my roommate's like, why? I'm like, because otherwise we'll have kittens. And he looked at me and very seriously looked at me and said, well, they're brother and sister. And I'm like, oh that, but God. that doesn't, you know. That doesn't matter in the animal <laughs> world, my friend. That's why we get some really freaky looking animals Right, sometimes. right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, they, they'll come fixed and that'll be wonderful. And I'm, I'm really excited. And, and I've been doing some shopping for them. And like, yeah, okay. I've got litter pans for you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I won't have to get those. Yeah, they're like. They're expensive litter pants too. Are they? I mean, litter pants. Unless you get like just the the normal one. Yeah. Like they this are. This is the it's the double the double pan with the sifter in between. Oh, those are cool. They are awesome, and you know my kids are just not because it's their job to, to right. take care of the litter, and they're just not strong enough or coordinated enough. I don't know to use them. But what ultimately... You have a teenager in your house. How is he not... You know? <laughs> he doesn't do it anymore. Oh, it's okay. It's not his chore anymore. Fair enough. <laughs> the, uh, he's the one that lugs the litter, though. Like, when we buy the litter, he takes it upstairs or downstairs. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> um, and, of course, I'm obsessed with litter boxes because, in my mind, the more litter boxes we have, the less likely it is to have the stinky smell. Right. The cat, you know. The problem with... The ones I'm giving you mm -hmm. is that my developmentally delayed cat can't figure out where his ass is when he goes to the bathroom. So he will sit in those litter boxes and pee and poop out of them. <laughs> what? Just... Yeah, so, so like hanging his ass over the edge of the litter box. So are they are they open litter boxes? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, it's not really, not for you. And but they're it's... all depressed now because they, they those were the two litter boxes they liked the most. Right. You know, so they've tried to like, you know, they'll like get in a box and they'll howl or meow. Oh, You know, no. they just complain for a little while, but right. they seem to the, be The cats, not now. the kids, right? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. the cats, for sure. <laughs> they seem to be adjusting now. And all the ones I have now are like a tote yep. that just has an opening in the lid. Yep. Which, I mean, that's okay. I thought it would be better for, like, the bathroom because I thought that they wouldn't get as much litter out and about. No. But they still get a lot of litter out and about. And the problem in the bathroom is that water gets stuck under it. Like, yep. if you get out of the shower or whatever, you know, the water gets stuck under it and it's kind of gross. But The only, um, the, the only thing I, I've ever heard, and I've actually used it and it worked, if you get, like, a, like a welcome mat, yeah. that has the plastic like grass right, type stuff on it, under it it that will often help at least tracking it you know from them tracking it everywhere yeah you know but yeah no it's i i used to have those and i used to have them in the bathroom and i decided to stop doing that because yeah know. no it just they they didn't work out as well as i thought they would yeah. but ultimately you know for for my little um unintelligent cat right he has to go in it so he can't be hanging out of it right so so that works better for yeah. him gotcha yeah. yeah the little the little rehab cat <laughs> little rehab know. cat <laughs> well he was he was without air for a while as a child oh no yeah he actually died and was resuscitated oh wow yeah so he's he's enormous he's super fat yeah and he's just super simple 
Aww. Like, he doesn't really... You know how cats will move if you get near them? Yep. He will literally let you put your foot and rest it on him. Oh, my gosh. Really? I See, I've yeah. never noticed that about him. Yeah, no. He If he's in the <clears throat> middle of the floor, he won't move. You can push him with your foot. Well, I did notice that. I just thought he could... Well, I mean, Liko was no, my just, male cat. No, he's just not... not okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. He sits on the... Uh, railing and we have to take him off because he'll fall he'll just tumble over oh my god yeah i really thought liko was bad because liko when he was a kitten and and he was for the most part a pretty smart cat but he would he he ran into a door once and he backed up and did it again and i was like you know i'm like i don't know about this cat you know yeah and then he figured out how to use the door handle so you know he was like it's so funny we cut uh we have a little hole cut in the basement door so the cats can go up and down out of the basement yeah he will frequently just lay in the middle of it one end out on one side, one end out on the other side, and he'll just plot. He he's trying to find balance. Something, <laughs> something. We call him Pooh Bear when he does that. Oh my you know, god! The whole yep. thing where yep. he couldn't pull him out of the hole. That's hysterical. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god! No, he does. He does all kinds of stuff. But <laughs> you know, he's a. We love him. He's a really good cat. Yeah. He's just a little slow. Fair enough. A lot of slow. Sometimes. A lot of slow. But he's yeah. very friendly. He's very cuddly. So that's He's okay. super friendly, yep. you know? And, yep. I mean, the kids can pick him up and walk around the house with him. They yeah. can do whatever. He doesn't care. He just... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for the litter box. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> All right, so I listen to a podcast pretty often. Um, it's Vox's Conversations, mm-hmm. and they had had a uh, author. Her name is Julia Gleef, um, and she wrote a book called The Scout Mindset, Why Some People See Things Clearly and Others Don't. Okay. So... Honestly, the the title sounds a little judgy to me. Right. But but the concept was really cool. And and it's just another expression of something we've said a billion times on the show. Yeah. You know. Um, But it's it's the difference. It's this scout mindset versus soldier mindset. Okay. So um, she says, you know, even in our language, a lot of times our thoughts are presented as um combative yeah so you know we're going to um i forget she gives examples like you know we're gonna um defend our ideas or we're going to you know debate our ideas yeah we're going to um stand up for our you know thoughts or you know it's combative yeah i guess the soldier mindset is kind of if you think she's made this analogy with you know the old time type war like colonial type style war so the soldier mindset is to go forward collectively right because Mm -hmm. their collective motion has power in it yeah right so 
soldier mindset would be the mindset of the group mindset. Yep. But they also are dependent on their scouts. And scouts can't see like soldiers. Right. Because soldiers have to have some... um, They have to have some level of denial in their process. Because you can't be right and have you know a lot of thought process in there you're either right or wrong doesn't work right yeah so the scout has to be able to release from that mindset because if they go ahead with whatever the group thinks is going to happen they're not going to notice the little intricacies that they need to notice to do their job well so a scout would go out they would you know map the terrain they would you know uh look to see if there were any, um, you know, straggling soldiers that they could imprison or find information from, you know, they would then take all of that information back and report it. Right. So the scout is meant to see the details in the overall image. Right. And to relay those details versus the soldier is the i'm right moving forward right right yeah so what it's talking about is in that scout mindset you're able to do things like we've talked about with the eight rights and the right thinking Mm -hmm. like you're able to you know really discern what's around you you're learning from your environment you're not projecting onto your environment right you're processing new information coming in versus just informational bias or whatever right exactly um and and without those skills you know the army would never be able to succeed right so in the context of how we deal with information today the scout mindset would be the person that is you know um really challenging their own beliefs yeah um really trying to engage in a debate about their own really beliefs mm-hmm. within themselves you know um getting information and then testing that information getting information and you know um looking at larger organizations maybe that have paid millions of dollars to you know um to research something yeah you know and to really understand it like to look at those resources and then to also be able to look at you know the little anecdotal stories all around and then try to understand the complexity of that versus just i'm right you're wrong you're wrong i'm right yeah um so in in this day and age that scout mindset oftentimes is much more valuable yeah as far as growth goes than the soldier mindset because the soldier mindset is really i'm right you're wrong yeah it's a very solid and and sometimes you need that mindset yeah you know what i mean like if somebody's messing with my kids that's not okay (laughs) right that soldier mindset you know what i mean or like if you know, you're going to go out and protest. You want to have that soldier mindset. You know, yeah. you don't want to have the scout mindset. Um, 
so as I listened to this podcast that they had done about the scout versus soldier mindset, it just, it kind of pulled in all of the things that we talk about on the podcast. Absolutely. Being able to look at information and not look at it to validate your feelings or validate what you want, but instead to look at the information and open questioning about your beliefs or experiences. Yeah. Um, You had sent me the podcast and I listened to it and I, I was, again, like you said, you know, I, I was very surprised. I love all of the different ways that we can find to say the same thing yeah with just a different perspective because what works for and resonates with me will not necessarily resonate with you you know right. the explanation so i i love bringing these different pieces together um and, well, and how many times people have rewritten the same thing yeah just in different ways absolutely absolutely um and i i i was listening to it and i was like okay and i had a hard time to wrap my head around it because i <laughs> So I hear Scout in the beginning, and she's starting to talk about it. And I hear Scout, and I think Boy Scout. And I'm like, okay, well, the the boy. I was a Boy Scout, you know. Always be prepared. That's that's where I can came came through with that. Um, and then as she's speaking more, you know, it's not that one per, a person is one or the other. There's there's both in everybody, you know. Yeah, it's it's a mindset. Yeah, but I I laughed because it really feels like um not only is that you know we're we're either codified or not in our belief systems but the younger generations tend to be you know when i was younger i tended to be much more of a scout yeah you know and i was really looking into things and i really wanted to do things and i really wanted to learn all of this stuff and then you know slowly but surely as i've aged i've gotten to the point well this is the way it is right you know so more solidified right you know somebody says oh well you know everything is this way i'm like no you're full of shit you know (laughs) because Obviously, I know the way that everything is, you know. That's um, so funny. And then, you know, getting back into to doing some deeper work and, and really having to go through and look at my individual belief systems and going, okay, is this something that I truly believe in the heart of my heart, you know, in, yeah. the, in my being? Or is this something that I was force-fed or I was fed and just became rhetoric, yeah. You know, for me, and, and am I am I blindly defending it? You know, am I blindly spouting all of this knowledge or this, you know, my belief system? Yeah. Because it's just become what I do now. Right. You know, so getting when back... When was the last time I really checked in on how I felt about that? Right, right. Yeah. So getting back into that that scout mindset where I can be open to having a conversation with somebody and then having you know taking that internalizing and going okay how do i really feel about that how does that brush up against yeah my you know my belief system and how willing am i to change that belief system based upon the new knowledge yeah you know um as opposed to and again you know you see the younger generations are like okay this is 
socialism this this whole socialism thing is is really where i could draw the line for this you know you have a lot of people talking about a lot of the younger generations talking about social democracies right you know and and the ideas behind it and then you have all of this older generation which did the whole socialism communism scare and they're like you guys are fucking idiots you know without actually ever looking at the nuance the nuances of it exactly you know and i had a conversation that brings this all to point i had a conversation with somebody who had posted on facebook a um this basically thing calling you know young young people idiots for you know believing in socialism always yeah yeah. and uh, i said okay well these are issues these are issues that we're having this is how our system doesn't work or hasn't worked and this is why they feel this way so if if socialism is so horrible and 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 the social democracy thought pattern is so horrible what would you do like what would you suggest how do you suggest to fix the system trickle down economics right well yeah you know but they couldn't you know they they just went of course not they just went into more of the same yeah and i said okay but you you bypassed the question how would you suggest to fix it you know. Well, and that that is the struggle of, uh, and I talk about this all the time. That that is the struggle of having a conversation with someone who's not having a conversation with you. Right, right. right? You're, you're having conversation if with a soldier. You're asking a question. <laughs> yeah, and that person is just defending their point without acknowledging that you've even asked a question. Right, they clearly didn't read what you just wrote. Right, or they're in that soldier mindset of I just must defend my point. Well, a soldier of view. wouldn't read it. Well, that's true. That's I what guess. I'm yeah. saying. Like, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're they're not gonna even try to take in your information. Right. Because their information is right. Right. And you're you're right on. I that, that's it. That's that soldier versus thinking. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's, it is an interesting point that you're. Yeah, the older people get, the more. But I, I also question like that particular generation mm-hmm. were more soldiers. Well, in general, they were even back in then. Yeah, generation now, right? You know what I mean? Just in the context of the generations. I mean, that generation was taught to be, you know, the neighbor's identical twin. Like, right? You know what I mean? Like that's that whole generation was like that. right well going back to the book the boomers the, the fourth turning yeah you know and and that you know i hadn't thought about that at this point but you're right you know yeah. this is this is now the the newer generations of the dreamers and the prophets and right. versus the other ones which were the soldiers and yeah. the you know um i can't remember the fourth one but whatever yeah so it, that makes me wonder if you know it's a if it's if it's a generational thing or if when I am, and that's why I think it's interesting because you just said you have done this. Yeah, so I don't feel, but I'm, I'm really conscious about this. Yeah, but I don't feel like I've gotten to that point where I'm in that soldier place. Yeah, I feel like as I progress in life, the soldier piece falls apart more. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, like. There are some things that 
uh, you know, in my late teens, early 20s, I would have never believed that I would be able to understand now as far as human behavior. Yeah. I never believed I would be able to understand, uh, you know, why people are sadistic. Yeah. Why people are abusers. You know, like, I, that, that in my mind was just not right. Yeah. You know? And just within, you know, 10, 20 years, I now have a completely different mindset about that. Yeah. I understand it differently. I understand it as a parent. I understand it as... Um, you know, someone that's done a shitload of work to try to understand why people are like that. Um, I think I joke with people, but I think that's why I love the serial killer shows so much Mm -hmm. is because they dissect people like that. Right. So it's just reaffirming, you know, my information that I already have, which is cool, but I mean, it would be nice to think about other things, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's where that dysfunction for me is. You yeah. Know, that affirmation, I'm getting something out of that. Right. Um, so, so that's where it is for me. But I really feel like the older I get, the more I understand what I don't know. Yeah. You know, and I, I really struggle with... I struggle being able to take in information from people who know they're right. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, the more confident you are about your position, the less I think you know about it. Right. Right? Right. Because the more confident I get about things, the more I realize how much I don't know about things. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you're somebody that's, you know, oh, I've done all the research, I've done all this, blah, 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 you know what I mean? That's cool. I don't know how that looked for you. Right. you were doing it, you know, where you were looking, why you were looking, who you were looking for, your consciousness while you were looking, etc. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know where that's coming from, but I know that the energy I'm getting, what I'm hearing and what you're saying is that you're right and anything else is wrong. And that in and of itself says to me, your information is not clean. You know what I mean? Yep. Your information is not, it, it, it's not something I want to take in because it doesn't feel, it, it feels heavy. It feels like it's got all this shit attached to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I find that the more um, the more I mature in that way, the more I realize that, you know, I, I need to learn. You know, I'm not, there's nothing that I would say I know exactly anything about. You know what I mean? And I love science. Right. Right? And science is... It is what it is, you know, like we understand that the sky is blue because of the way that light fragments throughout the universe. Mm -hmm. But maybe we'll learn tomorrow that our particular position in the universe 
is what causes the light to fragment that way. Right. And maybe on Pluto, the evenings are purple. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like we may discover that someday. Who the hell knows? And that's part of the sky is blue. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's why it frustrates the hell out of me. And we may cut this whole part because I'm going to get a little political here. Okay. But it frustrates the hell out of me when people are saying, oh, you know, Fauci says this, and then he says this, and then he goes back on this, and then he says this, and then he says this. But those same people would be bitching if he wasn't saying anything. Right. Because then it would be a conspiracy. Right. But because this guy has put himself out there as a scientist and has come back and corrected himself as you would do in science, he now doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. When he's actually displayed to the United States and mostly the world how scientific practice works. You get information, you you respond to that. You get new information, you respond to that because you don't hold on to what you was. You move into what you now know and release what was. Yep. Right? And that's that's how that's how ideally we would all project into the universe and see the universe through those eyes of this is what I see and know right now. But that doesn't mean in 20 minutes something won't happen that can alter that perception and I will grow within that. Right. And it just frustrates the hell out of me because this man has really taken so much shit on in his life because he's genuinely communicated what the science has been as it has evolved. Right. Yes. And, you know, that's, you know, political, not political, however that goes. But, you know, we have... Uh, during every campaign season, you know, you hear people go, well, you know, they said this back 45 years ago. Yeah, great, wonderful. And now they're saying this. Right. You know, like Biden with the crime bill. Right. You know, know, he came out and said that was wrong. Yeah. I now see I've I've grown. Right. Wow. You've grown as a person. Congratulations. You might be a healthy person to lead the country. Right. Potentially. You know, I mean, and, and the flip, but... You know, then there's also this flip-flop. You have people that will flip-flop, and they haven't grown. They're just, they're placating. Right. They're just moving to the popular. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's looking at that. But that brings up the dangers of, you know, this person has been this in my life, or this person has done this to me, and or this person reacts this way specifically, yeah. you know, to whatever stimuli and then expecting that too much and in yeah, and, and, in a box yeah it does and that makes it hard to grow you know as as the person having received that but also it makes it hard to grow as the person who's doing that to another person absolutely you know um and i wonder like you, when we were talking i was wondering about how much of the difference between me being older and and getting that more um soldier mindset comes from the generation that raised me yeah now 
my father was older, older. You know, he went through the just, you know, was born in the 1930s. Yeah. And then my mother was younger by 20 years, which is a different set of generations. But it she was raised predominantly by older, older parents. So in effect, my mother and my father, even though physically they weren't the same generation, were raised by the same generation and experienced the same generational um, yeah. alliances. Upbringing. Upbringing, yeah. And so that was put on to me. And of course, because of the way that how late in life my father had children, I was raised by not the generation that should have raised me, but by the generation prior to. Okay. You know, so I'm wondering if if you followed all that, um, I'm wondering how much of that has affected my um, codification of, of like my belief system because I saw this. This yeah. was my experience. And those are the generations, like you said, that there were always soldiers. Yeah. You know, and I'm wondering if that's because that's what I saw. That's what I, I incorporated as part of my being. Yeah, absolutely. You know, versus trying to stay in that uh, that scout mindset, you know, what I started out with. Right. So I just it, I just thought that was a cool... Well, and I mean, I, I've always attributed my scout mindset to my the abuse I experienced. Yeah. I mean, without that, I wouldn't have that mindset because... I wouldn't look at the world and say, okay, what I got was fucked up. What do I need to learn that's not fucked up? Right. And because it was so fucked up, I got that ability to see things that way from that level of of spirituality where I was learning that my choices are what create my life. Yep. Um and that that's where that connection comes from you know as i was able to then identify you know this is a choice yeah everything i do is a choice why am i making that choice i don't like the outcome of that choice why do i keep making that choice yeah you know and all of that stuff could happen because i started to ask myself about the choice yeah that mindfulness piece, it always comes back to mindfulness. That's just my opinion. I mean, but it really is an amazing tool. It is. It is. And it's it's something that has continued to save my life right along. Yeah. Yeah. So be a scout, be not a, a scout. soldier. <laughs> or be both, you know, but in appropriate measure. Right. Which I think is important. hope you enjoyed the show today remember you can always reach out to us through our facebook page at stumbling through enlightenment follow us on twitter at stumbling t-h-r-o-u-2 go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally that is stumbling through enlightenment dot squarespace dot com you can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail.com. That's it for today. Have a great week.